Welcome to Relevant Live with Pastor Chris Sarno, a weekly podcast from Relevant Church in Daytona Beach, Florida. We pray that this message inspires hope, help, and healing in your life. And as always, welcome home. Hey, we're going to start this brand new series this week about reigning in life, but made to reign. But tonight I want to just tip it, and then Sunday I'll start all, all like really driving it. But tonight I want to talk to you. You've got to understand the source of your authority because we're going to be talking about spiritual authority over the next month and really understanding how do we reign in life. You know, reign meaning like reign like a king and have dominion and walk in opportunity of growth. The source of our authority is found in the resurrection and exalting of Jesus Christ. Okay? And I want you to, to kind of look at something. The Holy Spirit through Paul lets us understand that our spiritual truth must be enlightened. This is a spiritual revelation that you have to get. I want you to look at Ephesians chapter 2. We're going to look at Ephesians chapter 2, and we're going to start reading with verse 1. Ephesians 2 and verse 1. When you get there, say amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Ephesians 2 and 1. And then when we get there, we're going to really dive in this thing. And I, 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 I want to read this. Um, um, and I want you to see this with me. I, I picked it up, and I got it in a different translation for you. It might read a little different, but it's okay, because you're going to walk in the victory of it. And he hath quickened you, right? And you hath he quickened who were dead in trespasses and sins, wherein in time past you walked according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air, the spirit that now works in the children of disobedience among whom also you had your conversation in time past and the lust of your flesh, fulfilling the desires of the flesh and of the mind, and were by nature the children of wrath, even as others. But God, who was rich in mercy for his great love, wherein he loved us, even when you were dead in sins, hath quickened us together with Christ. By grace you are saved, and hath raised us up together and made us sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus, amen, that, that's a good one right there, amen, that in the ages to come, he might show you the exceeding riches of his grace, amen, now did you kind of pull that in, the exceeding riches of his grace, wherein what, this is so good, it grace kindness towards us through Jesus Christ, now I like that, and I found this, I found some translations for you here, and I'm going to read some stuff to you a little bit later, I've been kind of reading in that Passion Bible just a little bit, kind of been liking that kind of been stirring myself up there, but I got some really good scriptures for you. If you've been reading in it, you can get it on the, the, the app, um, but one, so I, I printed some of this out, uh, and I'm going to read this in this, um, the Passion Bible, um, just so you can see this, just to maybe pull yourself at another level, um, and it, I think it really reads, it re- I think it reads just a little bit easier, amen? I don't know if we got it. Do we have the Passion up there? We, do we got it? Oh, praise be to God. If you can pull it up, pull it up. If not, it's okay. I want to read the same verses, 2, 1 through 7. If not, I have it. If you, if you don't have it, I could find it, see if we got it. So I want you to see this. He made us sit together with Christ, okay? That's a position of dominion. And give him a minute. Let's see if we can find it. The Passion Translation reads just a little bit easier. I'll give him a second. But here's what I want you to know. You've been given authority because, number one, you've been connected with Christ, okay? You've been given authority because you're one with Christ, Amen. Okay, and that's very important. You've got to find identification through oneness with Christ. Is that okay? Now, here's what you've got to understand. In Ephesians chapter 1, he wanted you to understand something that's very important. He said this. He said, open the eyes of your understanding so you know who you really are. 
So this whole thing about authority, dominion, supernatural ability is about you knowing that my oneness with Christ has now produced my position of authority, okay? The oneness of Christ, does that make sense? You're not in this alone, you're not you, amen. Does, is that kind of cl- clear? Are you saying that? I'm, I'm gonna read it in this. If they don't have, she might need you to help her. If not, we don't have it, I'll just read it. You, do we have it or no? Okay, well, if you wanna try it, great. If not, I'll read it. And his fullness fills you, okay? Now listen to how it reads, okay? And in his, in his fullness fills you. This is two, one through seven. And his fullness fills you even though you were once like a corpse, dead in your sins and offensive. It wasn't that long ago that you lived in religion, customs, and values of this world, obeying the dark ruler of the earthly realm who fills the atmosphere with his authority and works diligently in the hearts of those who are disobedient to the truth of God. The corruption that was in us from birth was expressed through the deeds and desires of our self-life. We live by whatever natural cravings and thoughts our minds dictated, living as rebellious children subject to God's wrath like everyone else. That is strong, man. But God. Let me say, but God. I remember Brother Hagin used to say, but God. (laughs) But God still loved us with such great love. He is so rich in compassion and mercy. Even, this is so good, listen, even when we were dead and doomed in our many sins, he united us in the very life of Christ and saved us by his wonderful grace. He raised us up with Christ, the exalted one, and we ascended with him into glorious perfection and authority of the heavenly realm. You get that? I'm gonna read it. He raised us up with Christ, the exalted one, and we ascended with him in glorious perfection. Now, that's from the death, okay? We were baptized in the death with Christ. So when Jesus died, you died. Is that all right? Is that, you see that? Now, how does that happen supernaturally? Is that okay? So when you got, you, see, you guys are tight tonight. I love this. You're thinking, right? So when you got born again, the day you got born again, you said, all right, Jesus, come in. You went supernaturally to the place of death and resurrection because of the miracle of salvation. That's why salvation is a miracle. Greatest miracle is getting saved. Okay? So you said, Jesus, I'm in. He said, good. Now you're in with me, so you die with me, and now I put you in a resurrected position based upon unification with me. You're one spirit when you join yourself to the Lord. So everything... He did, you now become. You see that? Now, how does that happen? You got it. That's why in Ephesians chapter 1, he goes, I pray the eyes of your understanding are, you ain't going to catch this just natural. You got to get this by revelation. That's why you got to go to church like this and you guys watch this stuff. Because I got to have a revelation of it for you to get it, otherwise you won't get it. Do you understand that? I got a revelation of it. I'm not, I'm not trying to, I'm not preparing to be goofy with that. You understand what I'm saying? Like, I, I can't explain to you what I have not received. Does that make sense? So I, when I break it down, you can catch it. So just catch it. Don't try to figure it out. Catch it. So basically, when you said, I'm in, he's seeing you dead and resurrected with him because you're one in him. Because you ain't you no more. You're in him. So when I read this to you, don't look at your performance. 
Because performance doesn't have nothing to do with your position because your position wasn't based on your performance. It was based on faith. And now faith gave you access to God's greater purpose. That's, that's good news. We don't deserve none of this stuff. And when you see how good God is, this, this is what. See, the church tried to get you to go to church out of fear. The church tried to get you to go to a church out of all this craziness. Man, when you get a revelation how good God was to you, you're going to want to go learn more about him. You see what I'm saying? Like, man, you, you put me in the pen. Yeah, he put you in the penthouse, even though you should have been in the doghouse. You know what I'm saying? He's like, this is for you. You're like, I'm jacked up. I was whacked out last week. He's like, I, you're still, I'm putting you where I want to put you. Not because of your performance, but mine. So, so catch this. When I read it, he's talking. Look at your neighbor say he's talking about you. Look at your other neighbor say he's talking about you. He's talking about you. He is. Listen, so God loved you. He raised us up with Christ, the exalted one, okay, and we ascended with him. So when he rose from the dead, you rose from the dead. That's how come you born again. How'd you get born again? Because he rose from the dead. Now you rose from the dead with him. And you ain't in you, you're in him. Listen, ascend with him into the glorious perfection and woo, authority of the heavenly realm. For we are now co-seated as one with Christ. You together. You're in him. You ain't in you. Throughout the coming ages, we will be the visible display. Listen to this. This is, this is gone. This is gone. Right? We will be the visible display of the infinite. Limitless riches of his grace and kindness, which he showered upon us in Jesus Christ. So you are, you and me are literally, when we are the picture, let me just say it like that, of the limitless riches of his grace and kindness. You. Because that's what he lavished upon you. When he took you out of darkness and put you into the majesty of the miracle of salvation, he was limitless in his graciousness and kindness, because you didn't deserve it, neither did I. But he did it as an act of love. Man, that don't make you want to learn about Jesus? Something wrong with your head. So here's what you got to understand, ready? So in, do you understand that? So in the mind of God, we were raised up with Christ. I'm going to say that again now. In the mind of God, we were raised up with Christ. God don't see it no different. When he rose, you rose. That's why he, let me tell you something, the devil sees it like that, and God sees it like that. You better see it like that. And you never say, well, you know, Pastor Chris, what's God? You got to have authority in the earth. Because, you know, you got an enemy. Anybody, anybody well, there ain't no enemy out there. That's okay, Rob, you blind, bro. He's out there, man. And you ain't scared of him. You got dominion, but them quiet Christians want to stick their head in the sand. They don't understand. You have an adversary. Ain't nothing to worry about, but you got, a, you got power and dominion over him. You got to know your position. Well, what do you think? Stuff just happens? I don't live in a happen life. You don't live in no happen life. Ain't nothing going to happen when you're on watch. You know what I'm saying? Plead the blood. Man, you ain't going to take my stuff and mess with nothing and jerk or No, nah, man. No, some thief came to your house. You ain't going to sit there and open the door. Come on in. Let me show you where the good stuff is. No, you're going to be punching somebody in the head. Look, watch. No wonder why John said we overcome the enemy. We can take this passage personally. 
But God being rich in his mercy with his great love for and he loved us even when I was dead through many trespasses and made me alive together with Christ. You see that? That's what personalizing it does. By grace, I've been saved. And he raised me up with him and made me to sit with him in heavenly places. You see that? You got to see your, you got to start talking yourself where he puts you. So you have a revelation of what you've been made. You see this? Now, here's again. Let me explain to you the qualification of this. If he didn't want to give it to you, you should have never told us. But because he told us, you have to understand your position and take it rightfully. He considered himself to be equal with God. Well, why? Because it had to be an understanding of where he laid down authority, amen, and picked up the position that God wanted to give him. Are you kind of catching that? Don't give me something in access if you don't want me to have it. But if you want me to have it, let me get a revelation of it and become one with it. Don't tell me you sat me in heavenly places if you didn't want me to sit in heavenly places. Don't tell me you gave me authority if you don't want me to walk around like you in the earth. Don't tell me you gave me the blessing if you don't want. Don't talk. Just leave it out, God. No, but he put it in, church. So if he put it in, go figure out who you are, what you are, what he made you, how he made you, what he called you to be. Are you pulling this in? Don't tell me sit here and then I'm going to go sit somewhere else. You can forget about it. Okay? Look, I want you to see this. He uses the power word a little bit there. It's used in a couple different times, right? And we understand authority and power sometimes seems to be two different things, okay? Delegated power was given to the church, all right? Is that okay? And we, we talk about this. And, you know, we read Believer's Authority. It's a great book. But one of the easiest ways to see this is this. When you look at like a police officer, it's one of the simplest ways to do. God bless all these guys, you know, out there keeping us safe. You know, Brother Hagen said this the best. He got it from the, um, the thing there too. And he said something one time. He said, it's like a police officer standing in the middle of the road. If a police officer is standing in the middle of the road over here and stuck up his hand and told the semi-truck to stop, the semi-truck would stop. Not because he has the physical power to stop the semi-truck, but he has authority from the state, the city, the jurisdiction where he comes from. To what? Enforce the law. And because of it, what does the semi-truck do? He stops. If we went out there and we put, if a police officer put up his hand, stop, what do you do? You stop. If you got a brain in your head, you stop. And let me tell you, can I, let me, let me, let me, just, let me I'm on a medal. You feel it? You feel it? You feel why I shouldn't be watching TV? All right. Thank the Lord Jesus Christ. You people need to use your head. Thank God I got smart people in here. Just use your head. Okay? If you see the authority in the earth, Follow it. Because I'm going to tell you right here now, all authority was given by God. It's all a test. At work, it's a test. Everywhere you go, authority is a test. You want to see it? Watch this. I'm going to show you something here now. When we get in this series, I'm gonna be, it's a, this series is going to be scary. Oh, it's going to be a mess. I'm going to tell you right now, the stuff I got, I was getting convicted. I was like, my God in heaven, I got to repent. I don't even know if I'm saved. No, I, no I'm being serious because authority authority is not a joke. You want to know what's funny? You want to know what scared me? You want to know what's scary? God didn't, this is crazy, Jerry. You're going to love this. God didn't have a lot of problems with their lack of ability, and he didn't really move swift there. But, man, when they bucked his authority, the ground sucked up and got them. God does not play with authority. I'm telling you, man, I'll show you story after story it is literally scary of how God was swift in judgment when authority was pushed against. 
He was swift, man, quick. He, was, he would deal with them and their unbelief. He would deal with them with their, their foolishness. He would even deal with their, 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 their lack of ability of love and trust. He, 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 dealt with, he dealt with from the beginning of the spy. He dealt with their denial of him. He dealt with their rejection. He dealt with their foolishness. He dealt with their mumbling, grumbling, and complaining. He, got, he, got, he went to the extreme. But man, I'll tell you what, when they bucked his authority, judgment was swift. He don't play with it, God. He don't play with authority. Don't play with authority because it's dangerous. And people think like, well, you know, what if it's whacked out? I don't care. Still roll with it. David, when we study David, it's going to be scary, the level of respect, even towards Saul. You know, he cut a piece of Saul's garment just almost in a, in, in, in a way of not, not being weird, but almost in a place to show and grieved his own heart because he disobeyed what God had placed and thought, oh, my God, why would I, why would I posture myself like that? So you start looking at this thing and start seeing like, man, you want to be following authority because it's the key to you walking in the greater blessing. And this is what we've done in the church. We've tried to dumb it down because of people's inability to use authority wrongly. It can't be dumbed down. Even if authority is used in the wrong manner, you still are in a position of following it to a place of almost, it seems like, oh my God, what am I doing? God is still cool with you because you'll come out the other side blessed. Does that make sense? And I'm saying anything weird, but, you know, I know. Like, well, you know, but it's really important. Follow the authority that God has put you in and follow the authority of life. Because here's the thing. When we get in there, you'll see it. Because God takes it serious, and he hasn't stopped. Ta- here's what I'm saying. God hasn't stopped taking it serious, even though it might look like it's a little out of whack. God don't care. He put it in motion. He ain't backing up on it. And if you look at it here, and we'll do this more as we go on. But if you kind of look at this, look at, look at Romans 13.1, Okay. This is very, very important. Romans 13, 1. And I know, guys, well, I don't think it's a big deal. It's a very big deal. It's a very big deal. Because authority, following authority is important, man, for your life, for your safety, for everything. I mean, like, you know, I'm not like, I don't want to freak nobody out. What do you mean my, my, for my spiritual safety? You know what I mean? Because God wants you to follow order. God's in order. Always has been, always will be. And when you learn this stuff, you're going to say it. So I'm going to take you through the scriptures. And you guys are doing great because you want to know the truth. That's why you guys are doing fantastic. Somebody that wants to know the truth, man, this is easy, okay? Look at the, well, look where we are. It says, let, and as we read this, um, you know, it's going to be really one, we're going to read the first two verses. Uh, let every soul be subject unto the higher powers. So every powerful or, or, or every power of authority over your life, okay? Now, every area of authority over your life. Let every soul be subject to the higher powers. That's someone in authority over you. Is that Okay. All you guys that got a business, you need to bring all your employees and I'll help you. You know what I mean? Like, they don't listen to me. <laughs> yeah, this is because they, they, don't, they don't understand authority. That's why you got to posture yourself in, in, at work and in certain environments with the right posture. I tell the kids in school, like, that's your teacher. I don't care if you think the teacher's dumb as a rock. You don't open your mouth. They're not. That's your authority. What if they're wrong? Guess what? They're still the authority. Everybody, authority, now this is going to drive somebody up a wall, but it's God's honest truth. Even the wrong authority in your life is still the authority. It's teaching you something. You know what I'm saying? Well, I work for a nitwit. You probably do, but guess what? Don't say it because it's still authority in your life. And everybody, well, because the church is rebellious. 
And people are rebellious. If you see, when I'm done with this, you're probably going to get, some of you are going to get your toes run over. I'm going to hit you later and I go, Max, I don't really care. Because I, I love you, but you're not going to like some of this stuff. And you better, maybe some of you, I'm not saying you guys, just hear me guys, please. If you guys watching, I'm not here to offend anybody. But it's going to probably roll over your toes a little bit. And if it does, learn from the word of God. This is not my opinion. You know, I could go preach these little pablum sermons and make everybody happy. Pretty God, God loves me. God wants you to grow up, though. And this is how you grow up. Like, man, I'm about ready to talk. No, be quiet about it. Let every soul be subject unto the higher powers. We'll read it in the Amplified. It might read a little better in a minute. Just pull up something that translates a little better. That's a thought. Higher power is somebody in authority over you. You see that? You understand that? Higher power. Higher power is someone in authority over you. For there is no power but of God. Right there, end of story. Every power comes from God, the good and the bad. It's there, man. You know what I'm saying? Well, you know, I don't like the government. Well, I don't, I don't agree with everything, bro, but guess what? It's there. And now we got to start navigating through. I don't like this. I don't like that. I don't want to want city. Why the city tell me? I, bro, look, it's there. I obey the law of the land, man. You got to. You know what I mean? And I know some, it's not fair. A lot of things are not fair. You got to obey the law. I'm not saying I'm not up for a fight, but I still got to try to obey the best I can. The powers that be are ordained of God. So that means everything in motion is ordained by God. Now watch verse 2. Whosoever therefore resists the power resists the ordinance of God. And they that rot resist shall receive themselves damnation. Well, that's great. <laughs> I should just go home right now. I've made everybody happy tonight. Praise God. Hallelujah. I'm just reading the Bible. Don't you, aren't you happy you got me? Yeah, I'm telling you stuff you don't want to hear. But I love you enough to tell you the truth because you just did. You know what I'm saying? It's like, so make the adjustment. Like, you know, and this is the problem with this is that when we get in this thing, well, what's God's authority? Oh, you don't even want to know. Because when you get in this, it's going to be like, it's true. But here's the thing. How many of you want the blessing at another level? How many of you want the stuff at another level? So many people, they get it home, it's going to go right over their head. It's okay, let it go over their head. Because it shouldn't, but here's the thing. God needs you to learn to be accountable, accountable for what you have revelation of. Some people will have no ears to hear in this series, and therefore, because they don't want to be accountable for what they hear, so they'll choose to reject. But here's the problem with that. Even though you don't have ears to hear and you choose to reject, you're still going to live in the guidelines of not stepping into God's greater blessing because until you master some of this stuff, you're going to live beneath the place God wants to bring you. So you can sit there and go, I'm turning my hearing aid off, for lack of better words. I don't want to hear you. But guess what? If you don't, there's something that's not going to work right in the position of you moving in this thing. So now it's time to get to the grow-up side and go, you know what? Well, tell me, preacher, I'll adjust me. Because the minute I adjust me, I know whatever God's trying to bring me to, he can bring me to. And look, I'm not telling you I'm perfect at this. I got to repent just like everybody else. You know what I'm saying? But this is what God is saying. I've given, I've given order, amen, and as you posture yourself in submission to it, it will, it's life-changing. You know what I mean? Because there is a level of submission in author, to authority and submission in authority that we allow ourselves, because this makes you a better Christian because you come quick to come under the hand of God. But God put everything in motion, and now we're asking, what are we doing with it? See what I'm saying? So there's a lot of stuff with this, and we'll get into all that. So I don't want you to get overwhelmed because it's very, very important. This, but if you think about this, the value, remember I told you this, 
um, the value of our authority rests upon the power that's behind the authority. And you see that even with like a police officer or, you know, it's funny. If you have a, if you have a city police officer, he has the power of the city behind him. If you see the sheriff, come on, right? He's got the county behind him. Guess what? You see the CIA? They got the government behind them, man. FBI, whole new deal. You know what I'm saying? You know, you watch TV, right? Local police is there. You know, you watch your show like, we the FBI. But like, chill out. FBI's here. We gone. Check out. Why? Because they are the government. You know what I'm saying? So it's a higher honor of, of, of order. It's You military guys totally understand what I'm saying. You know what I mean? You totally understand. I had a guy one time, his, uh, a Navy, it was a captain, like the highest captain thing in the Navy. I don't know. It's an admiral. I don't even know what I'm talking about. But the guy had like the epaulets to prove it. You know what I mean? Like the thing, like when he showed up, everybody shut up because he's the boss. You could have rank, you know, and everybody submits to the order of rank. You understand what I'm saying? So that's like work. You know, and the boss tells what everybody else to do. Well, this is my company. This is where we're going. Or maybe you guys have companies or you work somewhere where... Who, okay, who's the head honcho? You know what I mean? Whatever you call it, you know? And then, like, you find the place of where you get in. You know what I'm saying? Quiet in here. But um, don't leave me out here. Say, Pastor Chris, well, I don't like my boss. Well, maybe you should get a new job. I'm going to tell you what. You're better off getting a new job than you are pushing against the order. Remember when, can I, can I show you, I'm going to show you this. Remember when Jesus said to, he seen Paul on Damascus Road, he said, it's hard to kick against me, ain't it? He was saying, you are not going to push against my authority and get what you want, kiddo. You're going to have to, you're going to have, it's hard to kick against me. So you can't push against the ordinance of God and expect to go further. You're going to have to give up. See what I'm saying? Because when Paul was persecuting the church, that wasn't good. He didn't know no better, but it wasn't good. And when God called him doing it, he said, you can kick all day, but you ain't going to kick against me and make it. So you got to change. And that's when his eyes were open on the road to Damascus, and he understood how he thought persecuting the church was a positive, it was a negative. And because he pushed against God's order, he wound up hitting the Damascus road. Guess what? Some of us, the eyes, our eyes are going to kind of open up to what we need to be doing. And it's okay, because here's the thing. If you're, you're a person of the word, this doesn't get you nervous. This just makes you want to change, amen? You know what I'm saying? And you're going to want to change, because you can't grow without changing. Is that all right? So basically, right, authority, just write this down, it's delegated power, okay? And the person that gave you the delegated power, that gave you the place of authority, he basically backs up the jurisdiction of where you got the power from. And how many of you know that's God for us? We receive this authority when we're born again. Is that okay? You When you got born again, you got the power. How'd you get the power? Came with the birthright. Came in the, came in the blessing, okay? okay? As we're made new creatures in Christ, we inherit the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, and we can use it anytime we want. That's why you got it. You can use it to resist the devil. And y'all seen that, 1 Peter 5.8. Let's go through a couple of these, okay? 1 Peter 5.8. This is cool, right? So you know what I mean? Somebody's like, well, you know, I don't listen. I don't listen to nothing. Well, then you better wake up. It's easy. You know what I mean? Like you guys in school, you know, you got teachers. Some of those people, they're kooky. I know, but guess what? It's their class. I'm just telling you, man. People think, well, I want to, you know, no, no, I'm telling you, man. Stay in the position of following the order, okay? Be sober. Look what the Bible says. And look, hey, man, look, if there's areas you're not, we're all growing. We're all growing. You know what I'm saying? We're all going to grow. 
You're growing if you ain't growing, man. Come on. You know what I'm saying? By growing, we're getting it, man. So you might not be doing it great, but, you know, and everybody, here you got, you got a lot of cut and run people. And you're like, I'm in until it gets hard and then they disappear. Yeah, you're just rebellious. Look, this ain't nobody in here, but I'm going to meddle right now because I feel it. You know what I'm saying? Because you people faithful. You know, I'll stick it out for a couple months, but you're going to tell me something I don't want to hear and I'm going to get goofy. you just like, you just, you're goofy. You, ain't, you, ain't, you cannot flourish until you become planted and you're not going to prosper until you become planted. And er, nobody likes the level of correct because, well, I don't agree. I don't care what you agree with. God will put you somewhere that's uncomfortable so you can get there. You know what's funny? You're going to laugh because I didn't even tell you. Um, I was in seasons. I, I don't, I'll tell you later. But somebody reconnected with me. I was in seasons when I was in like, dude, God, you got to be kidding me. Is this literally odd? I heard God. And I was like, I don't even want to be there. God told me to do it. I was like, I don't want to go, God. You know, I really don't. He's like, no, go. It's your season to be there. And I'm like, nah, come on, man. Really? And I was like, it was church life. And I was like, I do not want to be there. I don't want to go. I think everybody's weird. I don't want to go. And I had the option to go or not go. And I'm going, God, this cannot be God. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm thinking, is this God? And I fasted and prayed. Three days, God, at the fa- end of the fast day, three days, say, I'm telling you, go. Man, I got in there. You know what I mean? I got in church, and I was like, this place is crazy. I'm serious. I'm being serious. And then it was, some of you were with me. It was like, it was kooky. And I got, I started getting like, in tr- I started getting blasted straight up. I'm being honest with you. People could testify that were with me. I was getting blasted, and while I'm getting blasted for doing nothing, didn't do nothing. Living right. These cats were, I don't even want to tell you what was going on. Get people offended, crying, coming to me. Oh, my God. I got to, like, be, I had to, like, oh, man, as much as I wanted to say, everybody run. Just run. This place is sinking. It's like, a, this is the Titanic. Get out. You know what I'm saying? I'm talking in code because you never know who watches. I don't want to hurt nobody. But you know what I'm saying? I'm in the church hanging out. They're coming to me. What do we do? I'm like, run. It's the Titanic is what I feel. I was like, just everybody be calm. We're gonna, God will get us through. All the while, I'm going, this place is sinking, man. Where's the life preservers? And I'm getting blasted on top of it. I feel like punching somebody. But I got to be cool. And I'm like, God, why? God's like, just chill. I got you right where I want you. I said, well, this is where you want me. This is miserable. I don't even know if I want to follow you. And this is crazy. And when it was all said and done, whenever on all the dust, you can't see. You only see in part. When we were done, everything was cool and, and, and prospered. But in that middle of that season, we didn't, it looked like it was a nut house. And I'm going, what? But you know what? I testified to this. I'm going to tell you right here. I'm, I'm just telling you. I carried, I'm just telling you. And it's not about me. It's not the me show. But I carried myself like a man of God in the middle of a mess and didn't open my mouth. When I came out the other side, people came to me and said, we watched you. This is where I learned so much, Dana. They said, we watched you handle that because we knew it was coming at you. And we watched the way you responded and we watched what you did. And because of it, now we're willing to follow you anywhere you go. Your life speaking, even when you're in the middle of a mess, you don't know who's hearing. Stay in it. even when, And it looks like it's crazy. Stay in it. Stay in it sometimes and don't open your mouth and just chill because everybody's watching. This joker been with me since 94. I got saved. 
we were, we were, we ushered together, we went through it together. That was off the wall, some of that, but we stuck it out, and we just shut up and were faithful, and just did our thing, because God forbid you roll, man, just, okay, whatever you need. Why? Because this is what you got to learn. You understand what I'm saying? There's certain seasons don't make sense. There's certain seasons it seems like, my God, if I'm in the will of God, I don't know. The job you're at, the thing you're, I don't know what you guys go through, but you go through stuff. And sometimes you got to go, God, am I supposed to be here? And God's like, this is it. Maybe it's your marriage. Oh, my God, really? Maybe it's your kid. Maybe it's your job. Maybe it's your season. I don't know what it is you're in, but sometimes you just got to go, if I'm in the will of God, I don't know, but praise be to God, I think I am. And you got to stick it out and do what you know you got to do because everything you're in is doing something for you. And it's very important and it's not always easy. But how are we going to know? How are we going to know you're growing if everything, man, guys, get this. If everything was rosy, how would we know that you're even growing? Does that make sense? You know what I mean? Like, if nobody offended you, how do we know you can walk in love? Well, praise be to God, I walk in love real good. Let's only cuss you out. Let's see how good you walk in love. You know what I'm saying? Like, I thought I was doing good. You know, praise God, I'm walking in love. Great. You know, beep, beep, beep. Somebody was telling me I was number one not too long ago. I was like, wow, that's awesome, man. Praise God. Two times. They're like, you're number one. You're number one. Hey, you're number one. You're number one. You're number one. It was the other finger, guys. Wake up. It was, they weren't telling me I was number one. They were telling me, so I said, I didn't do nothing. I didn't do nothing. I was just driving. I didn't, I did, did I, I didn't do nothing. Lauren was with me one time. I'm like, where do you want me to go? I, do, I can't move back. I can't go forward. I can't go right. I can't go left. So why do you, why you call me your favorite? I don't understand this. I don't know. Help me understand this. And then you got to be like, praise be to God. Let me bless you in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. And like, how do we know you walk in love? Do we, how, I walk in love. How do we know? Unless somebody gets you mad. You know how, you know what I mean? I used to think like, you know, praise be to God, I can believe God. I believe God for stuff, money, no problem. Then you need like a lot of money and you start freaking out. You know, like, you know, you guys got payroll some of you. And you know, like, hey, yeah, well, hey, Jesus, come on. You know what I'm saying? You know, how many got a dream? You know what I'm saying? You walk in love. And you're like, you know, you got, yeah, come on. Well, you know, I'm really, I love the Lord. Jesus, I love the Lord. Lord is good. And all of a sudden, you're living in a nightmare, and you got to hang on. And you think you're losing your mind. Yeah, you used to be the best. You know, I got pray. Ooh, I pray Jesus in the morning. I pray Jesus in the afternoon. I pray Jesus all day long. Pray Jesus, pray Jesus, pray Jesus. I got praise music. I'm praise Jesus, praise Jesus. Then all of a sudden, you got a life hit. Where's your CD now? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? You used to have two hands in the air, praise the Lord. Now you're like, I'm mad. Oh, God, geez, I can't live. I don't know what. Oh, what? oh why has thou forsaken me? Why has thou forsaken me? Man, come on, right? You got to go through something, man. We don't know you. Look, if you don't go through something, we don't know if you learned anything yet. You know what I'm saying? One of the kids, I don't want to mention who, had an open book test the other day. I was like, man, if you didn't get an A in an open book test, we got a problem. You know what I'm saying? It's open book. How many of you know you got an open book test every day of your life? You understand what I'm saying? It's open book. I don't know why I'm going through. Put up that first Peter 5 8. Let me tell you why you're going through right here. Go up there. You got that one? Be sober and be vigilant because you got an adversary. That's an opponent. Roaring, walking about, seeking whom he may devour. Well, go slow. Keep going. We're going to read nine. We're going to keep going. Whom resist steadfast in the faith. 
knowing this, that the same afflictions are accomplished in your brethren that are in the world. Everybody going through the same thing. Everybody's going through the same stuff. You got to have the face shield up. See, the problem with some of you, I'm not meddling, you just keep living in the natural. You don't find nothing in the natural. You get beat in the natural. Say, I don't like this. Well, you better get your spiritual radar up. Look, I got it over here. I found this one in there too. You ready? Everybody say, praise the Lord. I like this. I like this. I like like this one too. I found this one in here. I think I put it in here. You better pray to God I did. I got all these notes over here. Praise God, Jesus. I went back to paper for a minute. Listen to this. It's important. It's important. Because look at this. That your brethren are in the world. Look at this one. I got Ephesians. I like this one too. I want to do this one. Go to Ephesians. Go to Ephesians 2. Let's just read Ephesians chapter 2. We'll start with verse, um, let's see this here. I think we'll start with Ephesians 2, and we can start with like 15, but let's, no, let's go to Colossians. I'm sorry. I'm changing around. Like that? Change up. Everybody say change up. Like this. You guys, you guys are good with me. Colossians 2.15. That's the word I want to start, but I want to read maybe a little bit more than that. Man, go See this thing. You got to see this. Colossians 2.15. Man, you're going to like this. If you don't like it, just pretend you do. Just go get excited. <laughs> Someone say, Pastor Chris, are you really serious? Yeah, I'm serious. Say, what do you think? I'm just telling jokes up here? You're supposed to be, you got to be excited about the word of God. You guys are doing good. If you're not excited about the word of God, you better check your pulse. Because it's important. Because it's important, because he went on to say that, but the God of all grace, in verse 10, I'm going to read 1 Peter 5, 10, I want to read the last one. But the God of all grace who has called us into eternal glory, has what? After you suffered a while, make you perfect, established, and strengthened, and settled. Did you get that? Did you get that? Man, you got to get settled. Because if you don't get settled, let me tell you what's going to happen. You're going to quit. You're going to miss it, and then you ain't going to grow. And I don't mean quit like you're going to pack it all in, but you stop the growth period. Is that all right? And I don't like that. I don't like that at all. Okay, let's start with verse 9, Colossians 2, 9. I'll come back to 15. I'm going to give it to you all. Man, I like this. Because I got Ephesians. I got this. This, this, thing's, this thing will mess you up too. That hand-to-hand combat he talks about, that's that other side of that Ephesians chapter 6, but I want to give you this. I'll give you all these things too, right? For in him dwelleth all the fullness of the Godhead, Right? Bodily. I'm going to read it in that Passion Translation. We're going to read 15, 9 through 15, okay? So go to 10. And you are complete in him, which is the head of all principality and power. You see that? Are you reading it? You're, 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 the, head, you're, you're the head of everything because you're in him. He's far above all principalities and powers. So if you're in him, you're far above all principality and power and thrones and dominions and every evil thing. You're far above. Everything's on your feet. The devil's under your feet. Everything's under your feet. But now the church talks big, but you better have a revelation of it. Because that joker will rob you blind if you don't put him in his place. And, he, and here's the thing about the enemy. He uses deception to steal from you. So you got to know how to catch him. You don't let him in. You know what I mean? The other day I said something, I said something about God. I was talking to God. I was just talking to God. I was like, hey, God, what about this? What about that? What about this? What about that? He's like, that ain't my problem. That's your responsibility. I was like, oh, that's good. Great answer. No, seriously. He said, that's, that's not my problem. It's your responsibility. You got dominion. I don't. 
Remember that story I told you about Brother Hagin? Brother Hagin was talking, talking to the Lord, and that little monkey-like creature coming there, yakety yak yak. You ever read that? You ever hear that story? Yeah, Brother Hagin was having a vision, had open vision. He was praying, fasting, praying. He's seen Jesus multiple times. This little, he's praying, he's asked the Lord questions, and he was talking to the Lord, and the Lord, open vision, phew, heaven just opened up. He started by Started talking about. And I, you know what? It's funny. That's why Brother Norval, that's why Brother Norval was, was, was such a great inspiration in this season of life. Because all those, all those stories Brother Hagin talked about, I talked to him about them. He's like, oh, yeah, we went to Luby's one time. I said, what are you doing? What are you doing? He said, we're eating lunch, and we went to Luby's and cafeteria. And I knew, you know, I knew it was legit because they all left the food. I said, this, them two dudes left the food? You know if God was moving, man, because they would. I was, that's not mean. They, like, they were ready to eat. You know what I mean? When you're ready to eat, and you, they, they could put it down. And they said, no, we left. I said, when you left, you know it was the Lord. You going to sit down at the cafeteria, put down your food, and leave? I'm not leaving unless God says go. No, he said, no, we left. I said, what'd you do? He said, went home and started praying in tongues. Prayed in tongues for an hour or so. And the phone rang. Before the phone rang, he started laughing. He said, we got it. I said, that was that story with that guy. I had, he said, oh, yeah, the AG, some of the God pastor called. He said, then he knew, Brother Hagin knew. He said he knew. He said, if spirit prayer came on, we got to leave now. Went home and prayed for an hour. He said, 10 minutes before the phone rang, Brother Hagin said, we got it. Ha, 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 we got it. Phone rang. He goes, oh, yeah, I knew. I knew. Yeah, he'll be all right. I'm telling you, man, this spirit world is more real than you guys know. So get over in it. Okay? So I said all that to tell you this. Brother Hagin said, I had an open vision. He said, the Lord was speaking. He had about spiritual authority. Now, he was scared. You got to understand something. Brother Hagin tells in the story in the book, and I'm not, we're not following a man, you understand me? But we're following the man of God. He said, I was learning about spiritual authority because he said the devil had me on the run. And I know, oh, you guys, well, I don't believe in the devil. Well, how's your marriage? And Brother Norval had that one guy, no, I'm being serious now, don't be mad at me. Brother Norval said the one time, he said, oh, Brother Norval, all you talk about is devils. Devil this and devil that and devil this and devil that. He said, Brother Norval, he said, that's all you talk about is devils. He said, yeah, okay. Cute preacher's giving him a hard time. And he said, I think you think there's a devil behind every tree. He said, no, I think there's two devils behind every tree. And the preacher said, oh, devil this and oh, devil that. And, oh, brother. and Brother Norval looked at him and said, you want to see the devil? And they, said, they all got quiet. And they said, yeah. He said, he said, open your wallet. I'll show him you. I'll show him you. I'll show you him. You didn't have enough. Like he ain't, he, you ever see, you ever catch a thief? Not a good one. Not a good one. They're sneaky. They're robbing, you don't know it. That's why you got to have spiritual radar. You understand? You lock everything twice. You understand what I'm saying? This is how you catch them. Brother Norval was telling that story. Brother Hagin starts saying, I'm talking of Jesus. It was Jesus, man, in a vision, open vision. I mean, how they had me, they stuff like that, I don't know. But God, would, he said, Jesus was talking to him. He said this, this creature-like thing was in between them. Yakety yak, yak, 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 yakety yak, yak. And he can see Jesus on the other side trying to, he's still talking, telling them the answer to what he wanted to know. Yakety yak yak. He's like this thing. Yakety yak yak. Yakety yak yak. Yakety. I was in school when he's talking about. He said, He's giving me revelation about a question I had about something spiritual, and this demonic thing is going in between. He had open vision. Yakety yak. He said, Look like a monkey like thing jumping around. Yakety yak yak. Being a distraction. Yakety yak yak. And he goes like this. He goes, Well, obviously the Lord's going to do something about this. 
and he was waiting, and he goes, Jesus just kept talking, and he couldn't hear with this nonsense going. And Brother Hagin finally got fed up. He said, I bind you in the name of Jesus. He said, the thing hit the ground. Bam. He said, get out of here in the name of Jesus. It shot out. And then Jesus started talking. And he said, Jesus, come on, man. He said, he was open vision. Open vision means you could see into the heavenlies while you're in a naturally earthly place. Okay? Now, I'm not expecting everybody to go look for this. This was a revelation of authority. Now, we got books on this stuff, so we don't need open vision sometimes. Does that make sense? This is why they taught us this stuff. He said, Jesus, come on, man. He said, why didn't you do something about that? Now, this is the kicker. He said, Jesus said, I can't. He said, you're wrong. There's no way. He gave him four scriptures. He said, no. He said, I can't do nothing about it. He said, I gave you authority. You got to do something about it. I don't have the jurisdiction in the earth to do it. You do. That's why I gave the authority to my church. See what I'm saying? And the church is sitting here going, what do we got to do? Get a revelation of authority is what we got to do. Because the authority ain't, see, everybody waiting for Jesus. You do it. No, Jesus is like, you do it. That's why he tuned me up in this series. I said, hey, well, what's up with that? He said, that is not my responsibility. That's your responsibility. When he's talking to me personally, I said, what are you going to do about this? He said, that is not my responsibility. He said, that's your responsibility. That's not my responsibility. That's your responsibility. That's on you. That ain't on me. See, too many people are fighting God for the stuff they think that God's holding back, and you should be telling the devil, get your hands off my stuff. You understand me? You say, well, I don't believe he's doing it. Well, God ain't doing it because God be for you. So if there's commotion going on, maybe you better get your mouth going and the authority of the church got you. Come on. You know what I'm saying? Open your mouth. Well, I'm dealing with negative ideas. Tell those negative ideas to hit the road, Jack. Don't come back. You know what I'm saying? I'm dealing with some crazy stuff. Tell that stuff to go south in the name of Jesus. You understand what I'm saying? Why? Because you got power and authority. He gave it to you, and that's what he was trying. And he, and he wrote it in Believer's Authority. It's a great book. Go read it. He wrote it in the book. He said, the authority has now been given to the church. You don't need authority in heaven. You need authority in the earth. Because why? Because the devil's the God of this world. So they say, well, no, he ain't. Yeah, he is. He stole the land lease from Adam in Genesis chapter 1. And what do he do? Until his time runs out. Now, are you saying he's got dominion? He don't got dominion over you. You got dominion over him. But you know something what you got to do with the dominion? You got to enforce it. You got to enforce it. Because this earth's all screwed up. It's going to stay screwed up until Jesus comes back. You understand that? So you got to take your place. But if you don't know who you are, you won't take your place. You got to take your place. Take, man, man, it was a decade I didn't know none of this stuff. I didn't like none of this stuff. I didn't know what was going on. I was running from it. I didn't know what to do. You're not scared, but you're scared. You get it? You got it. Somebody went over your head. You're nerd. You don't get it. You don't know how to operate in it. You're not like phobia fear, but a little bit you're like, I don't know what to do. I don't want the devil looking for me. You do? Look, I'm not talking about, you know what I'm saying? You're like, well, I don't know what's going on. Man, I start praying for people that manifest and stuff. I don't deal with none of that stuff. Give that ministry to somebody else. You know, or dealing with stuff you don't want to deal with, or having to deal with stuff, and you don't, you know, you freaking out, how blah, blah, worry and fear and all that stuff. Man, you know what? Then you get authority figured out. That's what Brother Hank was saying. He said, I was running from it. I didn't understand it. Then you learn how to do it, and once you learn how to do it, you go looking for it. Because you are the one that expels darkness. Church don't talk like this no more. They think that, they don't even know. I don't even think they know they got an adversary. Well, you know, okay, you're messed up. So what we're going to do is give you the 82-week program on staying messed up. 
No, we're going to get you delivered and help you with power and authority. Amen? Come on, remember them days? Yeah, baby. What do we do? We roll. We roll with weight. Help people get where they got to get. You're going to do it. You're going to go to work tomorrow. So they say, I'm messed up. You ain't messed up no more. I, I, the Spirit of the Lord's upon me for he has anointed me. What do you anoint you? What do you mean you got anointment? He anointed me with the Holy Ghost and power. I'm going to go about doing good and heal oppressed people. Yeah, that's what you do. You know what I'm saying? Okay, so you're pulling this in. So you look at this scripture. Let me read this to you. Let me read it to you, and then I'm going to go. You all right? I tell you those stories, but those stories got weight. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, I get it. So when I, get, when I feel like this, I got dominion. I told you Sunday, right? Two times, you got to have three times the saying. You ain't talking enough, man. You ain't talking enough. You're not talking enough. Talk about what? Start opening your mouth. Declaring decree. Bind. Bind. I bind that in Jesus' name. I loose that in the name of Jesus. I got authority in there. Start talking. I loose this. Bind that. Break Break the power of this. Move, your, move in this thing. Move spiritually. Does that make sense? Remember he said, whatsoever you bind in heaven, come on, will be bound in earth. Whatsoever you loose in heaven will be loose in the earth. You got the power of binding and loosing with your mouth. I bind them ideas. I loose that blessing. Come on, get your mouth going. You got to get your mouth going. Got to get your mouth going. Get your, get your mouth going. And don't stop talking all this nonsense. I mean, complain, 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 me, 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 complain, complain. Man, shut up with the complaining and start prophesying. Now, that ain't mean. I'm just trying to tell you, all you complaining people, you just get, just, I'm not good when it happened for me. I just don't know why. Shut up. Cut it out. You know what I'm saying? That's my messed up family. Shut up, man. Prophesy, declare and decree. Bind it. Just smile. Bind that mess. People start changing. They'll change. Look, can I help you? This thing is not natural. Spiritual. You get this? Goofy people that don't got right ideas, you you don't go tell them, but you lock them up behind closed doors. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Lock them up. How you lock them up? Now you saying you change? Listen, you ain't gonna. You, I ain't talking about no craziness. But if you got people being ornery and weird, and just, they got a weird spirit on them. I bind that weirdness. Bind that. Break that power. You know what I'm saying? So you doing something funny? No, you ain't doing nothing funny. You just walking in weight. You walking in the spirit stuff. You know what I'm saying? Stuff is funny. You, you just pray. You pray about it, you know what I'm saying? If it ain't right thinking, if it don't line up with the word of God, you got jurisdiction. Now, listen, you don't have authority in other people's life, you mean? But I got authority for you affecting my life. You understand what I just said? They might stay wacko the rest of their life, but they won't make you wacko. It won't affect you. You know what I mean by that? They're like, they're, you know what I'm saying? You pray and believe God, you know? You got power and authority over all devils. You know what I'm saying? Ideas, all that crazy stuff, you know what I mean? Just get your spirit right. Well, how you get, this battle's not flesh and blood. It's spiritual. You know what I'm saying? So let's read the Colossians thing. You, oh, my God. Where's time going? Where are we at? Oh, my God, 10. Now let me just read this in this. I got, you, you know, I got this Passion Translation, right? I've been on this thing a little bit. It reads a little better. You ready? 2 Corinthians 9. I'm going to read it. You can look at it in there, whatever you want. Just listen to me. For he is complete fullness of deity living in human form. You know how everybody says you can't, remember I told you this, you know how everybody says you cannot find 
triune God, there it is right there. You could, in Colossians 2.9, you see divinity in its expression. You know, like there's a whole bunch of false religions don't believe in the triuneness of God. It's right in the 2 Corinthians 9. All God in bodily form. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Deity means threefold. You know what I mean? The Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. God. Living in human form. Now ready? For he is complete fullness of deity living in human form. And our own completeness is now found in him. So our completeness is found in him. We are completely filled with God as Christ's fullness overflows within us. You believe in this stuff? I am. I'm starting to like me more and more and more and more. I read this. You got two minutes. Just humor me. All right. Listen, did you hear that? Let me read that again. We are completely filled with God. Ooh, my little pinky filled with God. I'm filled with God. Completely. Some of you are like, you don't know me. I don't care what you know about you. I know more about you than you do. We are completely filled with God as Christ's fullness overflows within us. He is the head of every kingdom and authority in the universe. Woo! Through our union with him, we have experienced circumcision of heart. All of the guilt and power of sin has been cut away. It is now extinct because of what Christ, the anointed one, has accomplished for us. Mm-hmm. For we've been buried with him into his death. Our baptism into death also means we were raised with him when we believed in God's resurrection power. The power that raised him from death's realm. This realm of death describes our former state. For we were held in sin's grasp, but now we've been resurrected out of the realm of death. Never to return, for we are forever alive and forgiven of all our sins. He canceled out every legal violation we had on our record and our old arrest warrant that stood to indict us. He erased all our sins, our stained soil. He deleted it all. They cannot be retrieved. Everything we once were in Adam has been placed on his cross and nailed permanently. There was a public display of cancellation. Then Jesus made a public spectacle of all the powers and principalities of darkness, stripping away from them every weapon and all their spiritual authority and power to accuse us. And by power of the cross, Jesus led them around as prisoners in a procession of triumph. He was not their prisoner. They were his. That's what he got. Dominion and power. Now look at 2 Corinthians, look at, I'm sorry, look at Colossians 2.15. I'm going to let you go. You can play. Colossians 2.15. Look at this. You got to see this. Because it reads in the King James, just a little different. But when you see this, we having, and having spoiled principalities, he made a show of them openly, triumphing over them in it. He triumphed over all, all the works of the enemy. See it? So you did too, because you were with him. You see it? So you were with him in the triumph, so now you enforce the victory. So you ain't got to fight to win. You already won. You guys got to tell. You guys got to tell. Hey, I'm a winner. I already see. That's what church is fighting from a wrong position. They fighting to receive. You just you just walk around with the belt. I'm the champ. I don't got to get in the ring. 
He got in the ring and won. I just walk around with the belt. Devil tries to get in the ring, say, ain't no reason to get in the ring. I already beat you. See what I'm saying? You walking around with the belt. You the heavyweight champ of the world, man. I ain't got to go in the ring and fight you. He fought you, beat you for eternity. I don't have to title fight. I don't have to do jack. All I got to do is hold on the belt. I'm a champ. Get in the ring. He tell you get in the ring. Say, nah, man, get in the blood. He ain't getting in there. You cannot go to the arena of reason. Keep him in the arena of spirit. Say, I triumphed over you already. 2,000 years ago on the cross, I triumphed over you. I got power and authority over all sickness and disease, all poverty and lack, all weird thinking, all that. I got authority. How'd you get that? How'd you get that from? I got it from Jesus. He gave it to me when I, when, he, when me and him became one, he gave me, you got to understand something here. He gave me his victories. I gave him my defeats. He gave me the blessing. I took the curse. Come on, somebody. I got to give him my side. He gave me his side. But that's why I need you in the earth. Amen. See, he needs access. See, God don't have no access in the earth besides the church. He needs you. He needs you in the earth. Why does he need you? And I'm telling you, you better start telling your friends, it's time to go to church, man. You better drag some of these jokers now. Stop waiting. Go drag. Look, man, the only reason why you're here is like, hey, I got to be a light in the darkness. You need to come to church. Pick them up. Drag them. Drive them. Bring them. Get them into church. Say, get saved. I don't care if they stay, but we got to get them in church. That's why you're here. You're here to go get other people, man. You got to go get them, amen. I'm here to enforce the dominion. You got people you need to go pray for them. Lay hands on them. Say, I'm going to pray for you. Lay hands on them. Say, what you doing, man? Look, hurting people don't care where the help comes from. You know what I'm saying? They just want it. You know what I mean? Say, I'll pray for you. So you're going to pray for me. What in the world? See, that's what you got to do. You got to go get them. That's why you're, see, he wants to be your, he wants you to display him in the earth. That's why he gave you unity with him. Not just so you can go to heaven, so you can take a bunch of people with you, amen? And they say, well, you know, I don't want to offend nobody. I don't, I, you know, I had that teacher, I told you that, man, and I, I'm wrapping this up. I had a teacher in school, that joker, man, he got me with this one. He said, Everybody's worried about offending people. How offended your neighbors think they're going to be when they step into hell and find out you knew the truth, but you never told them? You're so worried about offending somebody with the truth of the gospel. I said, that's a good point, bro. Wait, well, I don't want to tell them and they get offended. If, you, if I went to hell and I knew my neighbor, you, knew the truth and you didn't tell me, that would make me more offended than you ticking me off in the earth. You got the truth of the world. You got the answer for everybody's problem. And you ain't telling nobody? You better tell everybody. Tell everybody. You know, the other day I went somewhere and they, they were talking about me going somewhere. The whole, the whole place knew. Would you go over here and did that? I say, yeah. Oh, he's a preacher. Tell the whole place I'm the preacher. I don't care. Sooner or later, somebody's going to come ask a question. I don't care. You're a Christian. I, before I was a preacher, I was a Christian. You know what I mean? They knew what I believed. I didn't tell them that I'm going to tell them. The only reason why I'm here is for you. I'm the hope of the world, and so are you. You know that? Listen, guys, the church is the hope of the world. When we're gone, this thing's done. It's done. And don't you wait. And don't you be like this. Well, you know, my life's going to be. This is the goofiest thing. If you say this to me, I'm going to smack you. Well, my life is going to be an example. Your life ain't sending nobody to heaven. You understand me? I understand they're watching you, and I told you that. The only way people get saved is with words. They ain't going to figure out the mystery like, oh, he must be a Christian. Baloney. Baloney. They just going to say, oh, you're a good person. You're kind. You got to tell them they need words. If they don't got words, they don't know what to believe. How can faith come? Faith comes by hearing, hearing by the word of God. You got to tell them, you want to get saved? And stop worrying about waiting. I'm going to wait till the time's right. 
Time right? What do you mean a time right? Today is the day of salvation. He said, if you hear my voice, don't harden your heart. Give them all a shot. And I, I've been telling you, we're serious. I've been telling them in staff, I'm getting excited about it. We need to go win everybody. We're going to go get the neighborhood. We pack this church up one Saturday and go hit this whole neighborhood. Go in there, lay hands on them, get them filled with the Holy Ghost. Go up and down the block, bang on doors. I don't know what we got to do. Just tell them, man, you need Jesus, man. People looking for help and hope and trying to figure out how they're going to make it. We got the hope of the world. Amen? Come on, stand up on your feet. You guys did great. You know what I'm saying? Just tell them, man, Jesus. Jesus loved people. He loved me and you enough to come get us. You know what I'm saying? He didn't have a test. There wasn't no test. He just said, I'll take you. He loves you. And when God loves you like that, man, I'll tell you what, you can't argue with it. You just got to go with it. Is that all right? Come on, lift your hands to heaven and close your eyes. You did great. I kept you a little bit here, but it's good for you. So lift your hands up. You feel an anointing in here? Praise the Lord. Thank you for listening to this episode of Relevant Live with Pastor Chris. If you are interested in learning more about Relevant Church, we invite you to visit us today at relevantfl.org. And don't forget to subscribe to our channel to hear more messages like this one every single week. And as always, welcome home.